Hi, I'm Avery. And I'm Lily. And welcome to uh, From the Closet. This is our last episode of 2021. Hooray. It's not the last one. we're going to a special place. (laughs) Yeah. um, It's probably not the last one we record of 2021, but it's the last one that's going to release in 2021. (laughs) Uh, And it's our first episode on a quote-unquote TV show, because this isn't actually a TV show. (laughs) It's a web series, which pretty much a lot of things that are coming out now are technically web series. Like, frickin' The Witcher is a web series, and so is The Dragon Prince. Anyway, um, you know, going off of technicalities... (laughs) Yeah. We're doing Camp Camp. Uh, (laughs) uh... A place where you can go laugh and play. Camp Campbell. The um, weirdest... I don't even know how to describe the owner, like, uh, especially not in spoilers, because he appears in later seasons. <laughs> yeah, and I'm not sure how many seasons of this show I've even seen. I know I had seen all of season one before. I'm not sure I if I... don't I've... think you've touched season two. I might I have. That. <laughs> I don't know. No, because I remember I talked to you, well, not directly talked to you, but, you know, I talked to, um someone while we were in a group chat about episodes in season two and you had absolutely no clue what we were talking about. <laughs> yeah. And I mean I could I might have watched one or two episodes, but I mean that's Nikki true. maybe. But, <laughs> okay, so this show it it has a, a certain style of humor that I feel like really jives well with um the older teen, younger adult demographic. And when I say younger adult, I mean like 18 to 21. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Some of the jokes just don't quite land with me. Um, Particularly, there's one joke later on um, in an episode where uh, they're dealing with uh, the bully character. I want to say his name is Murph. Or nerf or something like that. Nerf is nerf. Okay. It's nerf or nothing. Oh, that's right. Murph is the uh, number one Smash player in Alabama. (laughs) Who just got fourth at a tournament that I was at on Sunday. I think we're off track. Yeah. Eh, Not too off track. But anyway, nerf, yeah. So there was one line in that episode that really, really irked me. Uh, yeah. And it was at the very end. Uh, Max was like, well, sometimes you just gotta hit kids. This is a PSA. Don't fucking hit your kids. It doesn't work. Studies have shown that literally all it does is make them better at hiding. And- Unless if you're a nurse, which, by the way, I mean, nerf is a Interesting case. Yeah. He's a character, not a real person. <laughs> That's why well, it works. Obviously. <laughs> well, also because he understands all of his problems, but he still does it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, 
it's kind of weird. But regarding the characters in this show, um, Nikki might be my favorite character in pretty much all of Rooster Teeth. Um, and, you know, that <laughs> I say that e even though I've only ever watched Ruby, Red vs. Blue, and Camp Camp. Oh, and some of Nomad of Nowhere. I completely forgot that show existed. <laughs> uh, um, I have to say my favorite character is Max, especially in later seasons. Yeah. Especially in later seasons. But, like, talking about, um, Nick, like, back to, like, just briefly talking about, you know, um... Oh my god, is that Nicky? <laughs> okay, now the funny thing about the Flower Scouts is that they're all voiced by the same person. Um, and she voices a pretty interesting character in Ruby as well. But um, it is a bit hard for me to say that Nikki is my favorite of all of Rooster Teeth when you have characters such as uh, Carolina in Red vs. Blue and... Um, Weiss in Ruby. Weiss is a very excellent character. But we'll get to those shows when we get to those. And maybe we'll cover Nomad of Nowhere at some point, too. I think that one... you just remembered it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, we're not... I don't think we're ever going to cover something that requires a first membership to watch. Because just quite frankly, I'm never going to pay that. That requires money. Do you expect me to have money? <laughs> but, yeah, like, okay, so, you do have the list of episodes pulled up, right? Of course. Okay, so, our first episode, if I remember correctly, is, uh, Max just trying to use the bus that brings Neil and Nikki to the camp to escape. Uh, correct. Of course, this is... And I want to say, I love how the care this show deals with introducing characters. And I love it how, like, some of the episodes, you know, the spotlight is on one character. But all the other characters also get, you know, some time to shine. <laughs> and it basically holds true, like, to their original uh, character, even from episode one, they have this same character from there to their introduction, basically. Yeah, like the nothing back changes. The background characters you see in episode one are there at the end of the season, and like all the way through. Like that's not entirely true. Episode two, you can actually see a character that's walking away. That never appears again. I'm gonna assume there's probably some conspiracy theories about that. Actually, it's probably just, um... Oh, yeah. They probably just, um... Rooster Teeth was experimenting with, you know, characters to add. <laughs> and, uh, Obviously, that one got cut. But, yeah. I mean, Rooster Teeth has a particular style of humor. Um... That, how do I describe it? Uh, they've admitted to this before, where they try to get their actors to say the most fucked up shit 
that they can think of to get them to say. If that makes so sense. So all of Max's lines? There's some... Uh, okay, there's one character in another show they've done that's even more... That says some even more fucked up shit than Max. Though Max does say a lot of interesting things. And some semi-true things. See, here's my thing about this style of humor. I feel like mm. it works really, really well in Red vs. Blue. Because the mm. characters are all adults. I feel like yeah. there are some scenes where it's problematic in Camp Camp. Uh, because the characters are children. And I don't even know how old they are. Because the art style doesn't really make it that clear. Here's the thing about that. It's not problematic to me. Because I'm, I live in an age where I know kids like these are already saying these words. Like, you know, all these swear words. It's not just the it's swearing. Like, some of the stuff that they say... I can't think of anything specific at the moment. Well, actually, no. Pretty much all of the uh, the episode where Dolph is ca counselor for the day. Ah, that one. <laughs> that one is uh That one's a bit much. They definitely try to push their limits. Yeah. And man... I, I, I mean... I definitely will say I found that episode a lot funnier when I was younger. I don't find it as much funny now as I did back then. Guys, with my, you know, I guess young adult um, ignorance, I did find, I still find that funny because just the absurdity of the situation, I would say. But also, also go ahead. Just Dolph's entire character is like, "Wow, you actually managed to do this. I'm impressed." Yeah. So our first episode doesn't really have too much going on. Like Max tries to escape on a bus, and Neil and um, Nikki. Uh, try to escape with him. You're not your favorite character. <laughs> you know, actually, thinking about it, I do think I have seen some of season two. Because I hmm. know Space Kid's real name. Oh, yeah. But, uh... I've route, and that was... Anyway, that... Important, I'll talk to you that. Yeah, we'll after. talk about that in March. <laughs> no, wait, February. <laughs> I'm an idiot. February. March is Gravity Falls. <laughs> also January. January is also Gravity Falls, but whatever. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, so not much happens. Like, Nikki and Neil try to escape with him because, I don't know, Nikki's an agent of chaos and Neil is like, ah, fuck this bullshit. Yeah, um, Nikki... 
constantly does in this show is just whatever is the most chaotic thing possible. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. This is, this is why I also love Nikki. Yeah, there's some other characters too that I love that we'll get to in a bit. Um, what was episode two? Other characters. Episode two is where um, Max set a giant boulder hurling at um, the cat mascot that said "fuck the police" <laughs> on the rock. Which, by the way, this released way before all of. The you know recent political stuff happened. Yeah, all that shit in twenty twenty. Obviously, <laughs> obviously not something I'm going to get into. Yeah, we are definitely but, not qualified to talk about that sort of stuff. So I just want to know, let everyone know, when we say what's on that folder, we this show was released, published, and made out to the public. I said the same thing multiple times, but I just want to make sure you know, bef like, this was way before. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, so, Max kills the mascot. Funny shit. Um, and then, well, they have... He, what's the, really funny is just like, I was supposed to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, he was trying to kill David, apparently. Um... <laughs> But, uh, yeah, so they then, have to go and, like, the entire camp has to try to, you know, get a new mascot. Because ev every camp has a mascot, Max! <laughs> yes, indeed. So Max chooses to go walking around with the quartermaster. And that I find and to be very interesting because, like, the entire time, Max is constantly afraid that the Quartermaster is just going to murder him in the forest and nobody's going to be able to find him. <laughs> yeah, that's the Quartermaster, right? Yeah, pretty much. And this is basically the Quartermaster's introduction. And, oh boy. No, the Quartermaster was in episode one. Yeah, but this is like his um, debut, basically. This is where he um, gets more screen time and basically shown his um, personality, I guess. <laughs> yeah, and his personality is interesting. He eventually leads Max to this place in, like, the middle of uh, the woods that's, like, for some reason pretty clear and, like, beautiful for some reason, and there's, like, a squirrel sitting on a throne, the quartermaster picks it up and kills it without even realizing he's killed it, apparently. <laughs> then uh, declares that it is his throne now. <laughs> yeah, that was oh, funny, too. and this, this creates my, um, one of my favorite dialogues in this episode, but the setup on that one is Max asks while they're still going through the forest, how did the quartermaster lose his hands? And no show, he's like, crumbled crumbled the Jews. <laughs> yeah, it, I don't know quite what he said. It just sounded like grumble, 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 Jews, grumble, grumble. <laughs> and then Max's like, uh, do you mind clarifying? Like, 
<laughs> okay, and so meanwhile, at the end of the episode. Meanwhile, while oh. this is all going on, Nikki and Neil are going through the woods, uh, like, together, alone, I guess, if that's... It, it was those two, right? Yeah. Uh, Nikki and Neil, yeah. Okay, so they find a platypus. Um, not how platypuses work, but I'm here for it. <laughs> yeah, and I think... Um, I can't remember what the other animal was that another group found. So one group found a caterpillar. One found a... What's it? I, I don't think it's Neris, because Neris is the, the magic one. Yeah, Neris is but the magic I, girl. Okay, wait. Wait, then who's the other match? Um, Harrison? So Harris is D&D. Oh yeah, it was Harrison that was magic. Neris that is D&D. <laughs> magic. Anyway, she finds a charm, which is a tin foil... Uh, not a tin can... Okay, so that's the one that David said would be ridiculous because I know David had said that one of one of the uh, candidates was ridiculous. Yeah, a tin can would definitely be ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, so the one that they end up going with uh, then gets eaten by <laughs> the uh, the platypus. No, it, what happened was Max didn't kill the the actual mascot and it came rowing back to um safety and then the platypus ate the old mascot oh okay <laughs> i, I completely then, forgot that i remember that because this just his david's reaction is like okay platypus is a mascot yeah and um then we have. You want to, then we you have uh, Nikki it? asking um, <laughs> if we're the Camp Campbell the Camp Camp yeah. Campbell Platties. <laughs> and I think David was like, "No." <laughs> and then, <laughs> then she asks if they're the pussies. <laughs> no, someone else asks it. No, I'm pretty and sure then, Nikki asked if. Let, no, I'm Nikki pretty sure asked the first question. Then someone else asked about the pussies. <laughs> Definitely not that pussies for life. Pussies, pussies. <laughs> it was honestly like, okay, you can't convince me that Arid isn't a lesbian after that pussies for life comment. <laughs> no, can't say it. I was about to say something, and that's a spoiler. <laughs> But now I can't wait for season uh, going on to season two. Okay. In February. So what's our next but, episode? <laughs> no, before we do that, just just Max's delivery on. So what is with the quartermaster and Jews? <laughs> I just love his delivery on that line. All right. 
But what's our next episode? next episode? Oh my god, is that Nicky? Okay. So this is the one where we meet the Wood Scouts and the Flower Scouts. The two main antagonists were... I mean, a good portion. The Wood Scouts remain... I wouldn't you know, really call the... Rifle. I wouldn't really call the Flower Scouts antagonists. I don't know, I find them kind of funny. Sorry, annoying to the main cast. <laughs> yeah. Also, fuck them for the way they treat Nikki. But, they are kind of funny. They're funny, and they're kind of funny. Terrible, but kind of funny. Especially Tavi with two eyes. Okay, I'm, there's just so much stuff saying for season two, I swear. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, like, uh, that episode so was start, pretty interesting. Episode, okay, yeah, we start off the episode with, like, meeting Dante Bosco, pretty much. This is our second thing with Dante Bosco in it, and we haven't even talked about Avatar yet. Isn't it third? No, wait, no, I don't think so. No, it's definitely not. Yeah, it's our second thing. Because we did But I'm a Cheerleader, which had Dante Bosco in it. And now we're doing this show, which has Dante okay. Bosco in it. As, um... Frick, what was his name? Hmm? Oh, uh, Snake? I, uh, maybe that was his name. I don't know. He was a wood scout. He was the yeah, one no. that literally was... stabbed him in the back. No, I forgot what his name was, but I definitely remember it was like, and I said, call me Snake. I think maybe it was Billy. So, basically, Max was thinking like, oh uh, yeah, this yeah. kid can hook me up to, you know, leaving the island. Yeah, the whole goal is to, like, try to escape, but it turns out that he's really taking them to the Wood Scouts camp, he throws Nikki off the boat, and uh, Neil somehow escapes too. So, but they didn't actually explain this in clarity. Wood Scouts have a very interesting thing of no girls. Well, I mean, he clearly says no girls when he's throwing Nikki oh, yeah. off the boat. So, yeah. Making sure that's extra clear. Because that does come recurrence. So, that's... what? Okay, Weird. so Max oh. ends up getting stuck with the Wood Scouts. And Nikki and Neil end up stuck with the Flower Scouts. I don't know how Neil's disguise fooled anyone. Um, These are dumb. Especially with Tavia two eyes. <laughs> yeah. Don't pee in people, please. Sorry, what? <laughs> you don't remember? Oh my god. <laughs> no, we're not at that part yet. But, anyway, um... A lot of shenanigans go on. Um, eventually, um... I forget exactly how Max ended up escaping... Actually, that's not shown. Huh. 
Okay. It so basically, you know, you go at the end of, you know, um, Nikki and Scythe Boy. Yeah, at some random points, I just like to forget people's names. Anyway, yeah, you know, at Nick the end of their adventure, it's like I wonder how Max is doing, and then he gets the line of, "Maybe I don't hate camp. Maybe I just hate everything." <laughs> yeah. But Nikki and Nancy. <laughs> Nancy. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, so we, we basically are following Nikki and Nancy for most of the episode. And it's it, it's kind of somewhat funny. Truthfully, not a lot happens. I yeah. Mean, a lot of funny things happen, but not a lot worthy of commentary happens. Yeah, but eventually, um, eventually, Nick. Neil finds out how they uh how they basically treated Nikki and is like <laughs> he says something that I am not going to say in the podcast. But it is something that um <laughs> Yeah. It, it he he was he was kinda right. <laughs> oh yeah, he was definitely right. And then, you know, they Take off. Um, Neil keeps the Wi-Fi, <laughs> and suddenly, I'm gonna say it. <laughs> and then I'm gonna say it. Let me. He can pee in me anytime. Disclaimer: Don't pee in people. Tabby, seriously, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, seriously, what the fuck, Rooster Teeth? Yeah, Tabby just suddenly in love with him. <laughs> And I, I, I love how, like, despite, you know, Rooster Teeth's, you know, comedy, it was that that, even the characters around them, it was like, Tabby, seriously, what the fuck? What's our next episode after this? Ooh, go to... Ah, the episode where... No, wait, no, that's not... Actually, this is the one I need. <laughs> ah, that's what it was. Technical okay. difficulties. <laughs> nah, I'm just trying to remember what the episode was. Okay. Um, the camp taste uh, control uprising. You know that that episode. I uh, I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't remember you that episode not? at all. <laughs> well, I guess I'm leading this. Um. <laughs> So it starts with a day like any other day in Camp Campbell, with the kids literally scrubbing down the mess hall with toothbrushes. Okay, can I just say something? Please. If you're going you to, trying to remember, no, uh, just I, I do remember this one little bit. Um, hmm. If you're going to have kids do something and you plan to reward them for it later. Don't fucking make it seem like they're doing it for nothing. Like, seriously. Well, I think, um, they learned their lesson. <laughs> you mean the counselors? Uh, yeah. Definitely not Campbell, because he just came up and was like, money, bye. <laughs> it's like, oh, God. Wait, I, I think this was... Was this the episode where they introduced Cameron Campbell? Cameron Campbell was introduced the first ep uh, first episode. 
Was he? But he was in this episode. Okay. Yeah. See, basically, um, the premise of this episode is that they, uh, the counselors wanted to impress Campbell, obviously, when, obviously, the more logical person is like, yeah, maybe you can explain on why he's wanted by the U.S. government. Yeah, it's mostly just David that wants to impress Campbell. I mean, Gwen still wants her answers. <laughs> As do I. But we'll get there. Um, Probably. I, I assume that... Definitely. Yeah, I assume well, that's covered in you later don't seasons. truly know. It, we'll talk about it later. Campbell's crimes just get weird. Yeah, we'll talk about it in a future episode, I imagine. But anyway, mm -hmm. continue. And then, so, we go to... Um, obviously, Mac... No, Neil had this great idea. He was like, what if we took over the camp? Max was like, yeah, let's take over the camp. And then they took over the camp. Oh, yeah. And didn't they tie um, David and Gwen up? Yes. And, and they then, tied David up upside down. And they just so they stuck an iPad in front of Gwen. <laughs> Ooh, trash TV. <laughs> um. And they basically, oh, okay, yeah, I remember. They were basically, like, running the camp and causing chaos. And eventually, uh, the pole that David and Gwyn are on gets, you know, like, set on fire somehow. I don't remember exactly how that happens. Magic. Was it magic? Yeah, it was, um, Magic Boy's, um, magic. Harrison. Honestly, I just like calling him Magic Boy. But that was completely intentional. Um, but yeah, um, I I think I remember uh, Cameron Campbell basically crashing his car into the pole, um, and that somehow puts the a, fire out. Yeah, that was weird. But we also have a live episode that you just skipped, so let's go back. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not a lot happened, but I do want to say. Obviously, um, who, who's the cool kid again? Arid. The one that was almost a lesbian? Yeah. So, Arid, basically, one's like, yeah, I'm taking over the camp now. Oh, yeah, that's, that's right. Like, my there's hard that whole, work. <laughs> yeah, there's that like, whole nah. power struggle between Max and Arid. And, like, you know... Max tries to overthrow Arid, and Arid's like, nah, bro. <laughs> Pretty also, much. Yeah, basically. And then Max and Nikki fighting, and Max is basically like, don't listen to Arid, she's using you. Arid's like, don't listen to don't listen to him. Nikki is like, yeah, don't worry, I know it's all lies. What? No. He's telling you complete truth, just don't listen to him. <laughs> yeah. Some of the di like I said, some of it, some of this stuff is still funny, <laughs> even to my deluded twenty-four-year-old brain and sensibilities and stuff. But yeah, now Gwen is an entire mood. Like, jeez, just 
I know we're not on any of her episodes, but damn, I just need to mention how Gwen is a mood. Gwen is, like, literally me sometimes. Like, good lord. Although, I, I do resent... the liberal arts degree. <laughs> I, I do resent the notion that a psychology degree is useless. Because uh, they did talk about that later. Um, I think that was in the... Two useless <laughs> degrees. Yeah. I mean, the way that... Um, you know, she's using it, it's pretty useless. Yeah, she's not using it, but it's not a useless degree. <laughs> like, a degree I mean, in psychology is extremely useful. Probably pretty useless when you have, a, you know, arts degree along with it. I mean, one of those is object, not very useful. The other one is pretty useful if you actually... If you actually cared enough about it. And honestly, there are a lot... Okay, just, you know, as a little side tangent here, there are a lot of careers that look for people with specific degrees that you wouldn't necessarily expect. I can't really provide an exact example, but I do know that there are some things out there where you wouldn't expect your degree to... a particular degree to be useful in this particular field, but it surprisingly might be. Yeah, that liberal arts degree is going nowhere. Maybe. I mean, this is a animated comedy on the internet, so it's going nowhere that here. Who knows is getting another season. <laughs> maybe, maybe not. I mean, they didn't even do Ruby Volume 9 this year. Um, yeah, it... Another season is still up in the air. They didn't cancel it. They're just not... They haven't said anything about it. I take it season four was 2019? I do not know. Okay. Well, I mean, we could get to that when we get to that. Whether or not it gets a season five, we'll see. If it gets a season five, we'll obviously cover it. But, yeah. Yay! Um... Back on topic, Campbell, I'm just going to skip to Campbell breaking down um, the flagpole, just declaring that, no, basically saying to Max, no matter how uh, amazing your cause is, there's always going to be someone bigger to knock you down, and the day is today. <laughs> yeah, I kind of felt that, honestly. Um because, like... But we you know, do as, get some foreshadowing on Campbell's whereabouts in next season. Okay, but, like... Because he does... Sorry. I, I, I do want to talk about that line, though, first. Um, because as someone who is, like, you know, a trans person and bisexual, and particularly living in Alabama, it's not great. And that line just really kind of hits home. And... I mean, this show was made in Texas, where it's even worse. So, like... <clears throat> Wait. I can't share this information because it's actually in the second season. All right. But this show is in Texas, and the thing in my brain existed in this show? Damn. Anyway. <laughs> but, basically... Foreshadow report, foreshadow report. We'll cover that oh, in our We'll cover that but, in our fu in a future episode. 
Something about foreshadowing. Campbell actually foreshadows um, what he's going to be doing, something he's doing in the next season. Because he leaves the, the screen basically saying that he could be the Prime Minister of Thailand. Hmm. <laughs> See, I'll leave I, that for interpretation. See, now, like <laughs> now, I'm thinking. I think it's the prime minister of Thailand that you're actually not allowed to make fun of, and making fun of him could get you life in prison. Huh. It might be Taiwan, but I think it's Thailand. Well, I mean, I didn't make fun of anyone. They said how, uh. Campbell could be winning, you know, well, being the next, you know, president or no prime minister of that area. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So I, I, I seem to remember that episode ending with the cops showing up and just opening fire, trying to kill Cameron Campbell. That was the first episode. Huh? Everything's a mess because this isn't really a serialized show. <laughs> okay, let me go back to the first episode for five seconds. Uh, Campbell appears in that episode, and he's with them while they're um, you know showing off the you know all the characters and camps, and basically trying to calm down Neil until the cops show up and. He's got shot. Um, like, there's just shooting. And I was very terribly. surprised. <laughs> yeah, I was very surprised that the cops would even be, you know, trying to fire shots when there's other people around that could get hurt. Nice, Henry Campbell apparently wanted dead in this instant. <laughs> yeah, apparently. And, and I mean, like, I'm getting confused on what things happened in which episode because this is, like, like I said, this isn't a serialized show. It's episodic. So. Mm -hmm. Oh, speaking about, wait, because I remember we actually do see Cameron Campbell in another episode of this season. I can't remember when that would be, but what's our next episode anyway? Journey to Space. Spooky Island. Oh my god, this episode. Where the only thing scarier, scarier than ghosts and monsters is real life. <laughs> yeah, apparently. Because the scary thing was... The Quartermaster being a furry, I think? Can we just like quickly summarize this episode? Okay, I, I do briefly. One? I do briefly want to talk about Jasper. Um, okay, right away, the name Jasper is kind of a dead giveaway because it rhymes with Casper. Um, we might cover that movie at some point. That'd be fun. Um, Jasper is will return that, and given a backstory. That's that's cool and all. Um, I it, it was pretty obvious to me that he was a ghost, uh, partly because of you know the Jasper Casper thing, but also a lot of the things that he like says are clearly like outdated references. I believe he. Oh yeah. I I believe he described something as heavy at one point. Um, 
And, like, he talked about L.A. gear light-up shoes. They light up the night. <laughs> it, it, there's some other stuff, too. But eventually, you know, at the end, it, they reveal, oh, he's a ghost. Cool. What? <laughs> I'm just going to quickly run down the events of the episode. Hmm. Um, so it starts at camp. Yeah, they're all at the campfire. Max is literally unable to be scared by anything. And then it's like, let's all go down to Spooky Island, the thing the core master said shouldn't do. And like, and honestly, I don't blame something from there. I don't blame Max for not being scared when literally the scary stories you're being told are like about a dog that got caught up in the laundry. Well. Definitely not that one. <laughs> and then, you know, there's the, um, the squirrel that's coming out of um, the freaking Space Kid. Yeah. And the line delivery of, yeah, probably wouldn't have helped uh, that I, you know, put it there in the to begin with. Yeah. I just remembered another thing from a later season. <laughs> Something about... Dividing by zero. Anyway. What? <laughs> anyway. And then they go to Spooky Island to meet Jasper, the friendly ghost that will only become important in later episodes. Um. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, a spin off movie, Jasper, the friendly ghost. <laughs> and basically go through different. Um, rooms of Campbell's area to trigger each one's individual fears. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, we saw... Sorry. Uh, each one's uh, curiosity and then immediate fears. Yeah, because we see those weird, you know, shit that science isn't supposed to do. <laughs> I don't remember then, Nikki's fear. Nikki was afraid of the torture chamber. Oh. And then she was like, I don't want to be here. And this is when Max became, like, the sarcastic, which, let's be honest, he was paraded here, and then all of a sudden, everyone's like, I don't want to be here. It was like, nah, let's go. And this is when he becomes scarred for life. <laughs> Can I just say, I just remembered a funny moment in this episode where they first walk into the building and Max shines his flashlight on a stuffed bear and, like, everyone behind him screams, and he's like, it's a stuffed bear. And then he moves the flashlight over, and they scream again, and he's like, it's another stuffed bear. <laughs> I forgot what um, Nikki said, but I remember it was like, and probably endangered. <laughs> yeah, it was something like, oh, that's probably illegal. And it, that, No, it, it was excessive. That's excessive. And probably endangered. But yeah, um, <laughs> ugh. this episode was a mess. That one was really weird. I'm going to say I didn't like it because I'm target demographic, <laughs> but it is um, definitely uh, one of their weirder ones. Yeah. So what's our next episode? I feel like it's probably our uh, 
Hitler one. Yep. Uh, that episode really made me uncomfortable. Essentially, David is trying to get Camp Counselor of the Year, um, so he decides to make... Uh, so he, you know, has planned everything out, except for the fact that it's gonna rain. Um, Which, by the way, um, Gwen's reaction to everything in this episode, like, early episode, completely understandable. <laughs> yeah. So then David decides, you know what? Fine, I'm going to make Dolph camp counselor for the day. Dolph goes a little crazy, um, but not too crazy. It's just he says a lot of things that circumstantially with his German accent seem very Nazi-ish. And then something lands on his upper lip that sort of looks like, makes it look like he has a Hitler stash. Oh, don't forget about he made a red armband. And he literally said, respect the armband. Oh, God. Yeah, that. Ugh. And it's not just that it's a red armband. It's a red armband with a white circle and a black symbol. It's not a swastika. But the similarity is so damn close. They were really pushing things with this episode. Um, and I find it funny because they didn't just have a um, a Nazi, a Hitler-like uh, character. They also had a Jewish char- a Jewish character. Did they? That's Neil. Neil's Jewish. Yep. I don't remember Neil being Jewish, but I do remember that he goes missing, um, and they find him in the attic, um, drinking the juice. juice. Yeah, he was drinking juice, and they make. A hole in the attic amongst the juice. They make that whole joke, which for me doesn't really land. Um, Honestly, I don't really get it, but it's... fuck it. Um, okay, uh, so the episode basically ends with the weird judges giving Dolph the camp counselor of the year award, and we never see them again. No, we don't. As far as I know, we definitely don't see them in season one, or however many episodes of season two I watched. <laughs> yeah, no, they, they're the most one-off characters you can get. <laughs> Next. Next. <sighs> Romeo and Juliet 2, Love Resurrected. Oh, dear God. This episode. Uh, I forget so this theater Tim- kid's name. Preston Goodplay. Oh, my God. Don't ask me how I remembered that. <laughs> okay. Writes a sequel to Romeo and Juliet, which, honestly, it seems terrible. So, everybody fucking it up probably made it better. <laughs> oh, no. I mean, if it was uh, run under, like, a proper... You know, budget. I think it could have gone at least one dollar. <laughs> Robo Romeo. At least one dollar. And we have this whole. Okay, we also have this whole side plot of Max stealing David's phone, and you know, fucking with his tender. It's a bit weird, um, because I did notice 
that on David's tender, his interests were the list of camps that are sung in the uh, intro song. What a nerd. Yeah. Like, literally, if you look at his interests on that phone, like in the one shot that we see it, under interests it says archery, hiking, search and rescue, biking, yada, yada, yada. I wonder if there was um, bomb defusal, <laughs> treasure hunting, pre-calc. <laughs> I have the lyrics on my page. <laughs> but yeah, like, okay, so a lot of weird stuff happens in this episode. The Flower Scouts return, and Tavi basically tries to become um, Juliet. When I think Nikki was supposed to be Juliet. Oh God, yes, yeah. she, yes, she was. And there was that line at the end of the episode that I was like, "What the fuck? Don't drink your own pee. That is a bad survival tip. It doesn't work." It's also physically impossible the way Nikki was hanged, but let's <laughs> not get into that. Yeah. <laughs> But, yeah, so, I don't know, pretty much the entire episode is mostly focusing on this play and Tavi trying, Tavi basically simping for uh, Neil and the whole plot line of Max being, you know, Max having stolen David's phone. Um, and messing with his tinder. Messing with his tinder, catfishing a girl named Von Quisha. And then there's, you know, the cops showing up at the end, which is just not believable at all. <laughs> like, the things that Max searched were not that, uh, were not that severe to elicit being, um, it, to elicit having the cops show up. Well, I mean, let's be honest. Everything on that camp is probably on high alert just because of uh, Camp Campbell. You mean Cameron Campbell? Uh, yeah, Cameron Campbell. <laughs> also, um, I mean, I don't know what the hell you're... Max Search, what do movies look like? <laughs> That's some high alert shit. <laughs> but yeah, um, what's our next episode? Um, I mean, I have no... Ooh. Into Town. Oh, this episode. So basically, um, shit. I can't remember how this episode starts. What did Max do this time? <laughs> it didn't start with what Max did. It started with, um, so it started with, um, David going into, like, the counselor area. I think one said something like political history and another camp. I mean, terrible. Don't use those on the same day unless you really want to get to riot control camp. <laughs> okay. Where and then, then one is like, you're letting Max get to you. Um, you go into town, you know, stretch out your nerves or whatever. 
and then like Max and Nikki and Neil um, basically hop on board. Um, yeah, still um, away. Max was listening to the entire conversation. He, I I mentioned this just because I love what he said to um, Space Kid. I don't remember what he said to Space Kid. I really wish I can do the exact quote, but something along the lines of that, um, the space, the moon landing was a hoax, uh, to embarrass oh, yeah. the Russians in the space race. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I remember that now. <laughs> Which, you know, is like an actual conspiracy theory. Not true, Which, but mean, it's a conspiracy theory. So I mean, Neil does say that, like, well, yeah, you you say that conspiracy theory to him, like, every other day. <laughs> and, like, foreshadow like, no. report, foreshadow report, that's gotta hit deep for Space Kid, given their real name and all. <laughs> but we'll get to that. Anyway. <laughs> um... We, so yeah, we head out to town. Yeah, Max, where... Neil, and Nikki stowed away on David in David's car, and he somehow doesn't notice. Um, and he's listening to a, a what was he listening to? Murmurs on the Mac. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, what a freaking weirdo. Anyway, uh, they get to town. Um, I forget what Neil did. I think he got a job. <laughs> And uh, Max and Nikki continue just kind of stalking David, and Nikki's getting sick the entire time, and um, Max doesn't notice. <laughs> oblivious. Yeah, completely oblivious. I mean, he's he's a kid, so I can like I can sort of understand why he just didn't notice whatsoever. So there is that. Um, and, you know, at the, uh, basically, uh, eventually, they run into David and, um, or David catches, like, notices them or something. I forget exactly how he finds out, but. It's basically that. Uh, basically, I mean, eventually. The entire adventure. Yeah. But, you know, let's skip it. I forget, <laughs> sort of, like. Eventually, Max is, um, you know, there's, David gets really mad, um, and I think he forces Max, uh, to basically do traditional camping for, like, a night, and we don't really see it. No. Huh? Well... You just contradict yourself by saying David and Matt in the same sentence. <laughs> I mean, he was clearly mad. As mad Actually, as David can that, get. As mad as David can get, anyway. <laughs> Though, David buys some stuff that makes Max thinks that he's going to murder him. And then he takes him out, what he was going to do anyway... But now with three other uh, kids. Yeah. His escape from camp was camping. Yeah. 
David is so David. I am. Yeah. And and Nikki's whole problem this entire time was just that she wasn't around nature. Okay. <laughs> I mean, maybe the cleaning products or something were causing an allergic reaction. That would kind of make sense. I mean, Nikki is... Like a minor allergic reaction, if you get what I mean. Yeah. I mean, Nikki is a interesting child. Yeah, very interesting indeed. <laughs> What's our next episode? We're getting pretty long on this podcast, as I expected us to. I, I, I expected this to be our longest one yet. I really want to say the name of this episode, and I will. David gets hard. Oh my god. I don't... I don't remember the context of this episode. episode. I, I don't remember exactly what happens in this episode, but I do remember how awkward it was when David just was not getting the dick jokes. At least it's somewhat tasteful, but David, you're an adult. You should understand these jokes by now. You should understand how this is coming across. But it's a web series, and David is dumb as fuck. So. The most. So. We start off with Gwen listing off, you know, all of the campers that they helped. And then they realize that they have to help Nerf. Oh, so this is the Nerf one. God. Mm -hmm. What was it? Anger Management Camp? Or behavioral yep. therapy? I think it's... Uh, behavioral correction camp. Goodness. And can I just say something? The troubled teen industry is... Like, if you actually look into the troubled teen industry, there's a lot of fucked up shit. Like, showing up to... Uh, like, parents... Like, basically hiring people to show up to their house... And basically kidnap their child and take them to this camp. There is a lot of problems with the troubled teen industry, and I'm surprised it's even fucking legal. It is horrible. I thought at least that the thing that you're talking about actually became at least broke down um, a while back ago. I mean, it's not as common now, but it does still mm. happen from what I hear. I haven't seen, you know, any cases of it uh, recently. But I don't know of anything that's made it illegal. Which, mm. you know, is a problem. <laughs> Isn't that, shouldn't that be, like, kidnapping? Yeah, it is literally kidnapping, but the parents are paying to do it, so legally it's not kidnapping. Jesus. Okay, but let's move on for that, because it's not that. It's just boot camp. Yeah, and I mean, it seems Wait. like it seems like Nerf is there of his own consent. Sort of. I mean, yeah. I mean, the way he asks is basically um, like that. But yeah, like, okay, so basically they're just trying to correct Nerf's behavior. A lot of 
injuries ensue. Um, I think uh, Nerf David stabs David lot. twice. How the heck did he even get a knife in the first place? That's my question. But, yeah. Do you actually think Campbell cares about, you know, what these kids are having? I think David and Gwen would care. One caring about things? Gwen would... I Okay. Gwen does generally have an I don't give a shit attitude, but I don't think she would want a camper okay, to yeah, get stabbed not. on her watch. That was mostly a joke, but yeah. Yeah, so essentially they're just trying to correct uh, Nerf's behavior and nothing seems to work until David, you know, goes to try to give him a hug, trips, and accidentally slaps him in the face. And then we get that line that I talked about earlier that I just fucking despise. Um, and honestly, it's the combination of that line alone. Um, well, okay, it's the combination of just this line and the entire Camp Counselor of the Day, uh, no, Camp Counselor of the Year award episode. Those two... Mm are actually going to remove an entire whole point from when I get to rating this episode. I mean, this show. They're just going to drop a whole... Oh, I didn't know we're, I didn't know we're rating the entire shows, the entire episode, um, one by one. No. That take way too long, inefficient, and terrible idea. Yeah, that, that would be a terrible idea. Um, but yeah, those two things they would take a whole point off for me. So just remember that when I eventually when we eventually get to um I honestly like rating. that like didn't tell me as much. Especially going like actually interacting with the kids. I'm like Jesus. You were pampered, weren't you? Were you talking about me? No. Of course not, because I never knew you as a kid. Yeah. It's like, uh, a lot of the other, okay, um, other than really just, you know, the whole general plot line of trying to deal with Nerf, nothing else is really happening. I don't really, I don't remember Nick, uh, Nikki, Neil, or Max really doing much. I mean, Max was, um, helping David in the best way he can, but not really. Yeah, mostly just by, like, advice, I guess. Basically. Yeah, but other than that, they, they really weren't doing much. So, basically, the, the entire episode consists of David getting stabbed. Twice, I think. And <laughs> having an entire therapy session. Which got down to the root of the problem. Though, of course, because... And here's the thing. Because of, they set up in such a way... That him getting hit kind of makes sense. Because he understands the problem, he just doesn't care enough to fix it. Yeah, like, it makes sense in the context of the show, but in real life it just would not work out that way. Mostly because um, life is not a TV show, and you can... Context is 
and this exact scene could never work out like that. Yeah, exactly. Like, bullying... Also, you'd probably go to juvie just from stabbing someone in their hand. Yeah, and bullying typically comes from a place of hurt. Just, like, hatred comes from hurt, bullying comes from hurt. You know... There is something I noticed about this episode that that completely went over my head the first time I watched it. What's how... Nerf described, you know, his past on how, you know, he did this one bad thing, and then he has to go, you know, to, you know, school for, you know, you know, naughty kids, which made him, you know, a naughty, like, bad kid. Yeah, it, it, there's definitely this, that is a very much real thing, where, like, um, you know, the way people perceive you when you're young does kind of shape how uh, you will become later. Um, like, you know, in my own like life, I was, you know, perceived as the gifted kid. So, you know, gifted kids often end up failures. And look at me, I'm a failure. I'm making a podcast on YouTube. <laughs> McFlo- At 24 yes, with no um- job. <laughs> And it's not even making money. (laughs) One day, because one day we're going to go to Spotify. If you're listening to us on Spotify, you're from the future. You don't know that. We could get we could get on Spotify over the next couple of weeks. (laughs) Yeah, actually, just remember that we're recording. um, Because it just hit me. Oh yeah. We're not doing this last minute like every other <laughs> podcast. <laughs> yeah. Hello, future people, anyway. Because we are recording this before Christmas has even happened. Actually, yeah. Because they would be from the future because we're recording this in the past. Yeah. Just, you know. This is complicated. Just so you guys can understand when we're recording this, Spider Man No Way Home came out yesterday. Woo! Anyway, wait. Did it? Okay. I, I'm. Uh, I'm just gonna yeah. correct. I, I'm just gonna correct that since I'm not 100 percent certain. Witcher season two came out yesterday. That one I, I think know it for came sure came out yesterday because I definitely heard like my classmates uh, talk about it. Oh, okay. Yeah, I haven't heard anything about it until today, and I'm still trying to avoid spoilers because I'm not mm. gonna get to go see it until the day after Christmas. But anyway, we are off topic. What is our next episode? Oh yeah. Ooh. Mind freakers. I don't know what that is. Neil. Oh, basically. okay. Yeah. Yeah. As soon as you said Neil, I made the connection. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> yeah, so magic kid uh Harrison, I think. This one's okay. focusing on Harrison. Uh, so basically, Harrison decide to absolutely abuse Max for a day. And um, so all throughout the episode, Max is just constantly barfing out uh, magic things. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it's honestly hilarious. And, like, you know, 
Neil, like, obviously knows how a few of the magic tricks are performed, but whatever Harrison is doing with Max uh, is clearly just fucking with his brain, and he's losing sleep over it, which is funny because he said he wouldn't. <laughs> no, I, I love I love the transition of, like, I'm not going to lose sleep over it five seconds later. Shit. And see, I actually kind of predicted that he would say shit when <laughs> that popped up. I knew that was going to be a swear word. I just didn't know what. <laughs> yeah, I exactly predicted shit. Because that just no, feels... like It feels like Neil says shit a lot more, and it feels like Max says fuck a lot more. And it feels like Nikki doesn't really swear at all. I mean, I actually know that there's YouTube videos about um, how many times the characters swore. Swore. <laughs> That does not surprise me at all. Um, but yeah, uh, eventually, you know, there's this whole thing of like, oh, I can't... Uh, <laughs> Neil goes bat crazy um, and tries to force something down um, Nikki's throat. It was Nikki, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. And um, it's really disturbing... And then, oh yeah, and, and then basically, you know, uh, I keep wanting to say Neris, but that's the other magic kid. Um, mm -hmm. Harrison, uh, basically, is like, yeah, I can help, but you gotta believe in magic. And he's like, oh, fine, fine, I believe. And he's like, and that's the greatest trick. Getting a cynical blah 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 person to a cynical close-minded asshole. I can't remember what he said. <laughs> <laughs> to believe in magic, and I think the episode literally ended with Neil saying "fuck you, Harrison." Yeah, I mean, we we literally just covered the start and the end, but that's literally the entire episode was. Max barfing out magic shit. Um, and Neil going crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, okay. So, uh... Also, this episode reveals that Max has a coffee machine in his tent. Hmm. Interesting. I don't remember that. What's our next... Yeah. What's our next episode? Is it our finale? Nope, the next one is. Oh. Well, the next one after that is... Okay. What's this one? Anyway, this one, Camp Burry. Oh, this is the one where... Okay, yeah, this is the this one is where... This uh, with they're... two thumbs and dick diplomatic immunity. <laughs> yeah, this is the one where... Um... Oh, right, because that's why they ended up in that weird gam uh, gamble where they'd have to give up all the campers to the Wood Scouts. <laughs> Which wouldn't have even worked, because a good chunk of them are girls. Nikki, Neris, Arid. I think yeah, Space Kid's a girl. To it, <laughs> yeah, when it actually comes down to it, a little bit of a spoiler, they actually throw out that. Yeah, girls can be in, it's just not anyone who was previously evolved in the Wood Scouts. Uh, you mean in the not Flower Scouts? Scouts. Um, our scouts. Yeah. So, and that's obviously Nikki. Okay. But is Space Kid it, a girl? They, they just... 
No. Okay. I was wondering, because Space Kid is voiced by Lindsay Jones, um, mm-hmm. who voices Ruby in Ruby. <laughs> yeah, no. Space Kid is... Actually, I'm not going to say what they're... They don't, they don't have gender. Their gender is space. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Space gender. <laughs> but anyway... Yeah, so, um... So, <laughs> uh, honestly, to get this um, podcast a little bit shorter, I'm just gonna rush through this. And a bet made by Camp Campbell, because he is way too into gambling, he gambles that, you know, for $50, by the way, we learned this at the end of the episode, um... That if, you know, he, the camp campers win, you know, Cameron gets his $50. If they don't win, they lose to the Wood Scouts. Um, all the camp, uh, Camp Campbell campers are in forfeit. And the entire land is in forfeit to the Wood Scouts. Yeah. And, uh, um... Which, by the way, I find it kind of pathetic that the Wood Scouts were only able to sell $50 worth of popcorn. Because as a former Scout, Scout popcorn is expensive as fuck. They sold, like, maybe two boxes. If their prices are at all similar to what the Boy Scouts popcorn was. Well... To be fair, they could hardly get um, anyone to join their program. But yeah. Also, let's be honest, they were probably screwing. They're probably getting a lot more, but they're not telling um, Cameron Campbell. They're that, giving him $50. That may be true, yeah. Um,. But essentially, exactly how much. Essentially, David and Gwen are like, uh, basically believe that you know the campers can do it if they all just work together. Um, but you know they're failing at all of the Wood Scouts challenges. They're failing at all of the Flower Scouts challenges. And then finally, Max is like, "No, w- screw, you. fuck working together." Wrong. <laughs> Gwen says it. Gwen does. Yeah. No. Gwen was just like. No, this is not working. Frick you, David. I am not. And the reason why she's obviously doing this is because, oh my god, the leader of the Wood Scouts is a creep. Oh, yeah. I remember that. That that really made me uncomfortable. Yeah, it's uncomfortable. It's, it's the one thing that you're supposed to feel uncomfortable. You see Gwen's face and it's like, Dude. Ugh. Yeah. But basically, okay, so like, yeah, Gwen is like, no, fuck working together. All of you play to your strengths, and that's how we'll win. And it is how they end up winning, which I don't know how this point system works, but okay. <laughs> don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, and this actually brings a direct tie. Like, so all these episodes are just one offs. But this episode brings a direct 
time to the next episode. Yeah, the Order of the Sparrow, which I'm going to be honest, Max is right. It is borderline racist. But, so, obviously, uh, David is feeling very defeated after, you know, that winning, winning that. His, you know, his, the, his basic principal morals ever since the start of that, you know, the season has been crushed, stampled on, and generally spit on and destroyed. Yeah. So he's playing. And he decides to, like, hold this contest basically to see who's going to get, you know, the staff, but he doesn't tell them. <laughs> um. And, um, eventually Max start, just kind of starts questioning him about what the, uh, reward is. Is Max already know? Max knows David enough to know that this ain't a reward. It's gonna be something stupid. Yeah. And it was something stupid. Like, generally, okay. Don't, re- don't hold a contest and being like, oh, the reward is a job well done, or the reward is something that everybody who participated in the contest technically gets. Because that's generally what happened here. <laughs> and we have this borderline racist tradition, and then some like oh, outright sh- racism. Uh, when and Can we just focus on how in the world, I think it was Harrison did this? I forgot who did this. Just got rid of the entire... Just dirt. You oh. See outside? There's no <laughs> dirt anymore. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what the hell? How did this happen? <laughs> yeah, they... Yeah, there's just no dirt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no more dirt. I can't imagine Nikki was very fine with that. <laughs> <laughs> I actually do not think Nikki was in that until... Um, you know, Max showed up and it was like, he's not gonna give you a call. Yeah. Eventually, and eventually, um, you know, when they go to do the bonfire, it starts raining. And there's, you know, this whole thing of David still trying and trying, and um, Max's whole speech and uh, I, I Max's whole speech, that was, like, some very entertaining stuff. And, like, at the very end, he was like, why don't you just uh, get with the program and stop giving a shit? And this is where we hear David, you know, finally let out a swear word for once. <laughs> and he's like, I, um, I, I, I can't uh, remember exactly what he said. I think it was like, I will never stop caring because someone fucking has someone to. Someone fucking has to. Yeah. Yeah, that's what he's... I, I know the it second part was like, right. I'm not sure about the first part. He was basically just listening off like... I do remember, like, the the last part of the first part was like, even can't, you know, Cameron Campbell has better things to do. Yeah. And something about, like, how Gwen would rather be anywhere but here, which is totally true. <laughs> Very true. Yeah. Uh, I, I can't remember exactly the- what happened to David, 
but I know that he was asleep no. somehow. I he think he was knocked out by the wood. Because I think the wood fell. Okay, yeah. And he wakes up to realize that Max has basically, you know, you know, got everything set up and is going to start the bonfire for him. <laughs> I wouldn't no, really no. call this character growth. I would I would call this... Can we at least talk about them, what happened before then? So, in air quotes, David wakes up. You know, all the campers, you know, are lined up. And that the spirit of whatever, I forgot was, the order of the sparrow comes up. It's like, I am actually your biological father. <laughs> Oh, it feels like I'm dreaming. That's because you are. <laughs> yeah, that was funny as heck. <laughs> but yeah, um, basically Max uh, has set everything up, and he's going to, you know, light the bonfire for David. And like, hmm. like I was trying to say before, I wouldn't really call this character growth. You know, Max is seeing yeah. David at... Theoretically, David's lowest point. It's certainly the lowest point we've seen him in um, throughout the entire first season. Um, and, and the thing about Max is his entire goal is he did not believe someone can be that happy. Yeah. I guess seeing him at this point and realizing his motivations <laughs> motivated Max to do something as well. Yeah, it's like... You know, when you see someone that low, you're, you're, you're going to feel bad for them. I don't consider this character growth because it's not like he saw David at a low point at any point before this. But um, this will be expanded upon in the next season's finale. Okay, well, hopefully we'll get to that. <laughs> oh my god. I might just go watch it after the end, like this uh, podcast because I love it so much. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Oh, and I should mention so season two. So it basically has the finale, and then it has two more episodes, basically a Christmas special and a Halloween special. Mm, that's fun. Not in that order. <laughs> I would hope not. <laughs> I know. I, I like the Christmas special better. <laughs> yeah, because I, if I'm remembering correctly, Camp Camp usually leads into the summer of animation. I think even I think even the finale oh. was the kickoff to the su uh, to the summer of animation of this season. Because hmm. I think I remember seeing the summer of animation logo at the beginning. Um, it's a thing that Rooster Teeth does where they highlight oh, their animated okay. shows a lot. Um, but anyway, um, yeah. Uh, another thing I do want to talk about, since now that we're pretty much done with the episode recaps, is the music. I'm going to be honest. The music is not really my particular taste. Especially with that one song, you, uh, that one song. Are you where talking about the um, credits? Yeah, the credits music. It's not my taste. Especially with that one song, where um, 
It's about a guy who wants to taste someone like yogurt. I'll be honest. Um, I don't really like the ones... Like, I don't really like the genre, but I will have to admit there are some good ones in any season but this one. <laughs> yeah, all of the... all Pretty much all of the ending songs didn't really vibe with me. I don't really like the uh, opening song that much. Um, but, you know, it does like get... It, pretty... it does get referenced um, in Ruby Chibi, so maybe we'll get to that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess the closing bits are... You know, you, you see these characters, and... I think we've... No, we don't know much about Space Kid yet. No, uh, we sure don't. his own episode. <laughs> yeah. Um, and... Oh, um... I do remember other watching space, the Other episode. Magic Kid. Yeah. I do remember watching the episode on Space Kid. And I feel like I remember there being an episode on Neris. There definitely is an episode on Neris. Yeah. So, like, I probably watched some of season two, but not through to completion. So, yeah. Um, I think, unless you have more to say, we can get into rating it. Mm. Right now, I'm just saying, like, I like it. I like Camp Camp, but how much do I like it? <laughs> you know? Yeah, it's like, I'm kind of in the same boat a little bit. Um, a lot of the humor does very much feel like South Park in a, in a kind of way, but the art style is very different. <laughs> oh, hell a lot different. Oh, yeah. I, I think I remember another thing, too, about season two. There, I think there was, like, an episode uh, where at the end of it, uh, Max said, vaccinate your kids, you fucking idiot. That was the end of the Christmas special. Okay. I remember that. I guess we're talking about climate change. <laughs> I guess I watched that one then. And I'm debating a should I go seven point five or an eight? Um let's hit a middle with a seven point eight. Ah, too much water. I gotcha. Too much water. <laughs> okay. They are kind of on... Yeah, it's all because of um, the second episode. <laughs> no, third episode. Alright, so um, I was going to give this show a 7.2. Uh, this season a 7.2. But because yeah. of... Yeah, because of the line about sometimes you just gotta hit kids, which I don't support at all, and the entire you know, making analogies to the Nazis episode, um, I'm dropping it down to a 6.2. I mean, that's going to happen, but, of course, way less often. Like, there's not going to be an entire episode devoted to him. He's just going to have his uh, lot of one-liners. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like they just pushed it a little bit too far in that episode. Though, I mean, as far as character interactions go, because, I mean, that's basically his character introduction. Um, not completely terrible. 
Yeah, it is at least enjoyable to watch. It's just the humor they is a little too much. They, they definitely forced it a little bit at yeah. times. Yeah. So anyway, um, next month at the like on the last Monday or possibly Tuesday because sometimes we release these on a Tuesday of the month, uh, we will be covering Gravity Falls season one. So look forward to that. We will be back to Camp Camp at the end of February. Um, so I have been Avery. That's been Lily. And we will see you next time. The fun place far away.